Hey, Nick. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? I'm getting ready to light up a bishop. I just had myself a gator. Are you guys tired of hearing us say this? We're sick and tired of playing this. We are. And why don't we record it? We just keep doing it live every I time. I don't know. You guys just need to go over to martinascigars.com and pick up some bishops and gators. Yeah. Make us happy. Yeah. We'll stop playing this if you guys yeah. just buy our cigars. Tell you what, we'll make you a deal. What's that? If they go and buy the bishop and gator, we're going to do this podcast for free for them. There we go. Go buy bishops and gators. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. Oh. I'm the Bishop of the Turn, Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator. And on the line, we have Nick Gervais, the owner of My Monthly Cigars. How are you, Nick? I'm fantastic. Now that I'm talking to you guys, how are you? Good, good. And I've, I've been sitting here now almost a half hour plus waiting. Well, you know start. what? Here's the thing. Nick Jeff, lied to me. No, I did. I did. Jeff is always notoriously late. And so I purposely told him to be here half an hour earlier than when I needed him. And I even called him out on it. Because I knew at that point he'd be on time. I even called him out on it and I said, wait, you said 8 o'clock. I did, but but I did it because I knew then you'd be on time. The problem was, this is the one time in the history of me knowing you that you actually were legit on time. Scarfed down my Chinese takeout. And raced up here. I have raging heartburn now. <laughs> also, I could get here and watch you for a half hour sit and smoke on Finish your Finish my nub. cigar. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah it's good so, times here. I mean, you know. The one good thing is we are at Top Shooters in Columbia, Illinois. It's nice and warm with our heater out here. And we're socially distancing uh, smoking cigars. So, you know, it's not all bad. There you go. There you go. Well, Except so, I was here a half hour early for no reason. It wasn't no reason, Jeff. You got to hang out. <laughs> You got to be. I get to. I get, get to, to be a real guy for a minute. Got to be your podcast bitch and run out to your car and get your equipment because well, you I hadn't was brought smoking it in. a cigar and oh I didn't want God. to cross through the bar. You you weren't so there's, you there's could bitterness go here, it. Nick Gervais. There's bitterness. You did lock no, my car, no, didn't I you? know. There's a lot. Yeah. I, oh, I locked there's it. There's a lot going on. <laughs> I did things to your car. Oh Lord. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I do that all the time. He He'll should never that. give me his keys. I was gonna say I I knew almost immediately when I gave him the keys and he walked away that. When I got to the car later, inevitably my seat was going to be jacked up. My air conditioning is probably on full blast. <laughs> my windshield wipers, both front and back, are probably going. My radio is probably tuned to like some religious AM station, and it's probably at like full volume. And what else could you possibly do to my car? I did that uh, before the uh, Riverman event when you and uh, Al. Yeah. We're going somewhere, and you'd made me run out to your car. Yeah. So, yeah. I warned thing. Al ahead of time. I said, just be ready. It was a thing. This is going to be a thing. So, well, because Nick is with us, that means it's time for us to open up the next My Monthly Cigar Box. It is. So, it's time for us to figure out oh. what's in the box. Wow. Okay. I I thought... I thought I was here for another marriage counseling session because that's what it feels like right now. Oh, well, <laughs> it's possible. Before this is all said, we've actually joked about getting a real therapist to come onto the show and to, uh, you know, we thought that would be kind of funny. But then yeah. we, but then I realized that it's really just going to revolve around the idea that I should have known better getting into this arrangement yes. with Jeff. And that I shouldn't have, oh, higher, yeah. I shouldn't have higher expectations than I do. Yes. So... It's all, your, it's all your fault. Nick, It'll be all your fault. I have been is. trying to make yeah. this point to him for a good year and a half now. Yeah, but you were just making it up. You're just making it up. And I do that as I go along. It's really going to happen. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's the problem is it's really going to happen. So anyway, let's find out. 
What's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? Saw you with the box. Who's in the box? What's in the box? So okay. So Jeff, we have the got to crack my bow with a seal of freshness. Yes, we have the December my monthly cigar box here. You want to go ahead and uh, crack open the bag and seal what's uh, what we've got for this month. Okay. So first off, it looks like we've got a uh, aging room. That is, that is the Aging Room Quattro Nicaraguan. That is actually the 2019 Cigar Aficionado Cigar of the Year. It is the Maestro Torpedo Size 6x52, and it's a Nicaraguan Puro. Now, if I'm not mistaken, that was rated uh, 96 by CNA and number one Cigar of the Year in uh, 2019. As I pointed out, it, it's the Cigar wow. Aficionado. Wow. Welcome to the show, Jeff. It's the Cigar <laughs> Aficionado 2019 Cigar of the Year. Yeah, I was reiterating. <laughs> I, you were just reading off the game. That, that's okay. That's okay. Way to keep uh, up. Uh, you were re-something. Next up, up. Uh, ooh, there's a Boutique Blends. That would be the Boutique Blends La Boheme Encantador. I almost, I almost I almost butchered that, but it's the Encantador. Muy bueno, muy bueno. And it is the uh, now this I'm going to big guy. This I'm yeah. going to this I'm going to butcher. Finice is the size, but it's a Bellicoso. It's a, a six by fifty-two. Yeah, featuring the uh, Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, Dominican binder, and Dominican filler. I'm noticing these cigars are all cigars of stature. They seem to be, they're, yes. They're all six buys, yeah. yeah. So next up, you have the Carlos Torano. Carlos Torano Hogshead is a Toro 6x54 with a Brazilian wrapper, Sumatra binder, and filler made up of Dominican, Nicaraguan, and U.S. Pennsylvania tobacco. If I'm not mistaken, that's a medium to full strength. Again, with the reading. I'm, I'm proud of you. That's good. <laughs> Next up, we got a CAO. It's the uh, Mayans MC. Mayans MC by CAO. It is the Grande Gordo 6x60 with a Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, a Brazilian binder, and filler made up of Dominican, Nicaraguan, and Honduran uh, tobacco. I was going to say, this, is, this box has got a pretty nice MSRP with it. Yeah. Doing the quick math here, that's 21 plus 23, 23, about 23.50. So we're talking like 44.50. Yeah, not bad at all. Not bad at all. So you're saving, what, 14? Yeah, right there. There you go. You guys want to start? Right on on point, man. So, okay. So do you guys want to start off with the uh, aging room? Yeah, why don't we go ahead and do that? Is that okay with you, Nick? It was between that and the CAO for me. Yeah, I, you know, I kind of wanted the Mayans, but, uh, you know, that's fine. I'm cool. I'm cool with the uh, number one. Hold on, yeah, let number me. Number one cigar of the year last year. Well, wow. you know, it's we'll kind of strong. It's kind of appropriate. I actually had a little bit of, of cigar news, but I can wait for Jeff to do his douchey bit here real quick. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, got, look at you. Got it Very slyly taking it out of the cellophane. You were already to be a dick about taking it out of the cellophane <laughs> until I said that. And then you very quickly and slyly took it out of the cellophane. About. Oh, no. The cigar news I had is it was announced that the uh, Cigar Aficionado uh, put out the dates that they're going to announce their top 25 for 2021. So, or I guess 2020. So, um, starting on Monday, January 11th is when we're going to start learning what cigars make up the uh, uh, 2020 Cigar of the Year. And that'll go all through that week. When do, when do they announce number one? Uh, they will announce the Cigar of the Year on Thursday, January 14th. And then, okay. so basically it's cigars 10, 9, and 8 on Monday, uh, 7, mm. 6, and 5 on Tuesday, 4, 3, and 2 on Wednesday, 
one will be on Thursday, and then cigars 11 through 25 will be on Friday the 15th. Boy, they're milking that. What's it going to be? Boy, what's it going to be? Is it going to be the Bishop or the Gator? You know, I hope Dave put us in for that, because if he didn't, I'm going to be really disappointed in him. (laughs) Just just putting that out there. I want to mention, Nick, I don't know if you dove very deep into your uh, Boba sealed pack of freshness and all. But did you see in the My Monthly box, we also got some hot chocolate. No, I was just looking at the card and yeah. digging out the thing. What? Oh, there are. There are little cute little packets of hot chocolate here. That's a nice little uh That is nice a little nice addition, little Nick. touch. So it's what? Lando Lakes yeah. Cocoa Classics. Well, that's nice. Yeah, little single very, serve, you know. Very yeah. Christmas. Merry Ooh, Christmas. And it's, and it's, yeah, Merry Christmas while you're sitting by the fire, you know, opening gifts. caramel, you know, no less. I which, didn't get wait. Which, I didn't which get one caramel. did you get, Jeff? I didn't get caramel. I got cinnamon. Cinnamon. Well, you know. Okay, so here, all right. Let, <laughs> let's back up. Let's back up. Caramel or caramel? It's caramel. By no, the way. It's, 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 it can be it's caramel. caramel. Yeah, it's caramel. It's caramel. I hate to side with Nick on anything because I'm mad at him, but it's, <laughs> it's caramel. You're mad at me. I'll, the one time I, yeah. I made you be on. You know time. what I bought last night? I bought uh, cherry cordials. Yeah, but you got the caramels. No, no cordials. They're the chocolate covered cherries. <laughs> yeah, but the problem is he got the Queen Anne, the kind with the white gooey filling in the inside. And yeah, I like, the, I like the clear one. I better. like the Sellas that has the clear. Those are harder to find. Goo. I find. Oh, Target carries them. Do they? Uh, I'll have to yeah. look there. You lost me. A che- you lost me a cherry. I got cherry anything. Oh my god! Look, here's the chocolate deal. cherries. I haven't, the I haven't been thing. out in public mm-hmm. since COVID started. Yes, you have. We oh, went to I'm Florida, you yeah, said. Yeah. And you've gone to Florida, Florida twice. Count, right? He's gone to Florida twice. Oh. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. This is like kind of, well, he even got COVID the first time he was yeah, down in actually. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true story. And then lied to me about it. No, I told you I had it. No, you didn't believe me. And then you I did not. No, no, no. You told me you were tired from driving 12 hours in well, one day. I thought that until the third day of being tired. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I got Which COVID. Which would, ironically enough, be like the day after we recorded yeah, the episode and with Nick and Dave when, when you were hacking your lungs out. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That we were awesome. social distanced. We were in a COVID tornado with a fan going but, above us, but dude. Did you, but did you die? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> and if I got it, then I didn't experience <laughs> any think symptoms, about it. So. But did you die? Well, no. But and then the wolves came. I can't believe exactly. you think about that. Did you die? Did I die? Yeah, not sure. Hey, um, I don't think so. I'm I'm gonna fuck it. I'm gonna fucking die if we don't smoke. Food. Okay. Do all right. Well. Um, it's time that we go ahead and yeah, cut. Yeah, you're out in the elements. You're cold. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we're free. So we got oh, no, out. I got a heater right here. I'm good. So we got it. I got a heater right here. I'm, I'm toasty. I just want to smoke a fucking cigar. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar, and the official Who's cutting brought to us by is Nick? brought to us by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our man, Dan. Our man, Dan, over there. He actually has a cabinet in his shop. That features the top 25 from Cigar Aficionado. He gets as many of them in as he can, and he has that uh, cabinet all set up so that when people come in and they learn about the top 25, they can go right down the list and smoke as many of them as he can possibly get. He's obviously it down. Obviously, some of them aren't possible, you know, the Cubans and that sort of thing. But for the most part, he carries a really wide variety of the uh, Cigar Aficionado top 25. And he does it for not just this year. But also previous years as well. So he yep. keeps a, as many of the older ones in there as he can. Dan's a rock star. On top of his already large cigar uh, selection, including the entire uh, 
line of Martinez cigars. That's right. And soon, hopefully, knock on wood, including the Bishop, Bishop and the Gator. And the Gator. Yeah. That's, so, that's coming soon. Coming very soon. So We're excited about that. Anyway. The rollout into the brick and mortars. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, check out Riverbend Cigar Company if you're swinging through the St. Louis area. And if you're not swinging through the St. Louis area, but you still want to support a brick and mortar, Dan over at Riverman does mail order. So just give him a call, and he can put together a nice package and have it sent to you right away. Toot sweet. Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. So with that, it's time that we go ahead and cut the cigar. Ooh, that sounded nice. Right? Yep. There was shit in the cutter. I did that the other day. <laughs> Remember, and I kept banging into the headphones. Oh, I know. Yeah. And I left it in, if you recall. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Because, you know, yeah, why would I, I? I heard. So, okay. So, I'm going to V-cut this. Now, it is a torpedo, I'm gonna, Jeff. I'm going to do mine a slant. Are you Are you going to slant it? I'm going to slant it. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna... Oh, and I went straight. There you go. So yeah, I went straight in here. We've got it all covered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. I like the V. Nick with a V. I like the V. <laughs> See? Look at that. Oh, mind the Vs. Oh, look at you. You See? did do the little slant there. So, okay. You thought I was kidding, I bet. So, here's was what's going to Was the gonna... light brought by? What? light brought by anybody? The no, light. light the light's not... not. Light is not brought to us by anybody. But it can yet. be. Yes, but it can be. Just reach out to Nick at CigarPulpit.com. <laughs> well, today's light is brought to you by my monthly cigars. It's oh, well, there a, you go. There you go. Subscription service. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, you know, great for holiday gifts. Uh, it's the best thing you can give. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm done. I'm you can get the Robusto or the El Presidente, $30, $50. Sounds like MSRP we just, guarantee. Sounds like we just got that out of the way. We're doing the ad. <laughs> Use offer code PULPIT. P-U-L-P-I-T. P-I-T. Well, there we go. I'm trying to beat the uh, the anal talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, we still have time to talk about your holiday pack and you know talk about poop oh, yeah. and everything with that. So <laughs> yeah, that holiday pack's good. a great idea, by the way. I I want to compliment you on that. Thanks. So okay, so Jeff, Very much. cold draw time. And while you're doing the cold draw, I'd like to like to point out that to any listener who's sitting there saying, "Wait a minute." Didn't they smoke the cigar of the year before? We have. We have. Yep. But you know what? Given the fact that this is the cigar of the year, it's kind of interesting for us to circle back and to smoke it again to see kind of what we thought or think of it another time. Because, A, the palates have refined a little bit in the year that since we've smoked this. And then also, I think a little bit of you know time away from that announcement is good. Because as I recall, when that announcement was made, a lot of people, including myself, said, Really? aging room quattro you know so i think it's i think it'll be interesting you know go back and check it again and just be like was this cigar of the year kind I, of worthy? i will tell you right now i did not go back and listen to our show i did not either so i don't remember what we said so we may other be than, completely yeah. different but that's the thing about a cigar you can smoke a cigar in one setting and it have a completely different presentation than in another setting yep so you so never this know. Will be, this will be fun. Yep, this we're, will go, be fun. we're going in cold on this one. Well, speaking of cold, what are you getting on the cold retro? Hmm. Always with the silence. Leathery? What are you getting? <laughs> Nothing like that. Leather couch. I'm getting leather. Leather and earthy. Yeah. 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 How about you? How about you there, Gervais? Oh, he's lit up. He's smoking. Well, you can see the smoke. I, I, I got some smoke going right now. Yeah. I can't see you from my angle, so. He's, he's smoking. No worries. Well, I can't put the iPad up in such a way that both. Yeah, of us there's can. no way for that. He's to either seeing today. one of us or he's or none seeing of us. The post. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, cold retro. Okay. Post is probably better. It's <laughs> possible. <laughs> Star of the show. 
We'll get one of the waitresses to it, come out. You and, know what? It's got know. that leather smell too. It on does the, on the cold retro. Yeah. You yep. you even got that. Didn't I you? will admit that's yep. it's there. So all right. Well, I'm lighting up. So you guys you know say what else leather. I'm, wait, you know what you else know, I'm getting? I, I think. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. One at a time. First, one at a time here. Who's going first? I have another no, I'm saying when, when when you when you guys say leather, like I don't taste leather, but do do you kind of? I guess would it me describing something as like a smooth sort of? Uh, I guess well, God, I don't no, know how to put it. Like a layer. Is that what you guys keep? Getting? I'm getting the taste like like a it's new not belt so much smells. The taste exactly. It's it's really like it's really in this case it's really the. Uh, the the odor yeah the, like it's the, the smell the, the of, scent of, of new leather of new leather like if you yeah like a new belt or something yeah just you know a nice leather bound book i mean i don't chew Along on any rich of mahogany. Things, so i can't say it's necessarily tasting so, but it is it is a mixture of of scent and taste yeah, yeah. which i think so is i think i would i would i would feel better if it was described as you know i'm I'm smelling leather instead of people saying i'm tasting leather i'd probably then i would buy more into it but nick that is the whole the whole deal with the cold retro hail because that's exactly what you're doing you're bringing it into your mouth but you're (laughs) blowing it out through your olfactory senses so you are you're you're blowing it out that's what (laughs) that's what the cold retro hail is is the smell of the cigar you're just not breathing it in you're blowing it out through your olfactory senses but you know, it is what it is. So what was your point there, Taste Jeff? and smell work very closely together. They do. My point was I'm getting salt uh, on the tongue. Try it. Well, you're lit up now. I would say I'm lit up now. And I'm getting a salty, I'm also probably, I'm getting a salty flavor off of the tobacco. You sure that's not the stroke? Well, I mean, likely. But Possible. I'm getting a salty flavor. The, MS, the MSG from your Chinese food? Yeah, yeah, there you go. That'll give you, like, horrible migraines. Did you know that? MSG is horrible for you. Okay, Jeff, so since you fired it up, what are you getting on the cigar? Early thoughts here. <laughs> I as just you, did as an you, accidental retro just That was not on purpose. You gag yourself mm-hmm. there. So what are you getting on the cigar? Hmm. I'm still tasting that salt. I'm getting that little bit of salt on the cigar. You're not getting that at all. Maybe I did. No, I'm not, getting, I'm not getting salt. I did just do a retro hail. Maybe just a hint Hint of like a pepper on the you retro, know, you but not what, really. You know what the retro hail's like? What's that? It's like, you know, a steak. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go all Mr. Jonathan here from the from the Cigar Authority mm-hmm. for a second. It's like a steak that's been rolled in like peppercorn, okay, and then like cooked over an open flame. It's got that steak kind of like meaty, that peppery kind of yeah. All right, yep, yep, yep. I'll give you that. I'm still getting the salt. That pepper is... heavy on the salt. I'm I'm not getting. I can't salt. believe we're not getting that. That's I'm not so getting weird. salt. Very I don't weird. know. I I'm really wondering if, like I said, maybe you had a stroke because I'm not. Wouldn't be the first one. TIA. You, little, you never know. Little, what it, you little, never know when it's going to be the last. A little though. mini stroke, you know. Not one to put you down. It's not but, something to joke about. Not one to I put you down. I take an aspirin a day because of that <laughs> shit. I'm getting old, man. I'm 51. Oh, my arm hurts. Maybe you had the stroke. No. I drove a lot yesterday, mm-hmm. and my body has been. I don't want to hear it, dude. I was in the car for four and a half ripped hours up today. Yeah, so. I that yesterday was my driving day for work and yeah. going to visit all my offices, and oh, uh, it was a day. There is the peppercorn. I'll give you that. That I can definitely I can grab on this. It was almost like I'll, peppercorn I'll and Worcestershire. Okay. 
So Nick, I liked you, when you a... guys nailed. Uh, I liked when you guys nailed the um, Monte Cristo, the salt on that. See, he's getting salt, getting salt really on big one, on this one too, and I'm not. Yeah, no, I'm not either. I think it's the Chinese food, to be honest. But that Monte, but, uh, I think so too. But that Monte, that, Mon- that Monte Cristo from last month. Mm-hmm. It was last month, right? Yeah, yep. that was last month. That Monte Cristo yep. from last month. It had a definite salt to the uh, mm-hmm. to the wrapper there. Yeah, most like, definitely intense. Yep. Nope. So, I, yeah, I'm, as soon as you I'll guys be, started talking about it, I picked up on it. Big yeah, time. I'll be curious from other uh, my monthly cigar subscribers if they pick salt up on the uh, cold draw and cold retro. Okay, guys. Well, that's something to reach out and tell us if you're if you're one of the guys that smokes along with the podcast here and and uh, you know enjoys the my monthly cigars box with us. And why would then, you not? Uh, you know. Tell us, are you getting salt on the retro or uh, on the aging room, not yep. the retro hail? Well, the colder on the cold retro, yeah, on the aging room. Okay. So, speaking of uh, the December box here, Nick, you have pretty good selection of cigars there. Yeah, just like every month, Nick. You know, well, every I, every I, month is a great selection I, of cigars. <laughs> I know. I was trying to prompt you to talk about this month's selection, but you know, <laughs> uh, is that what this is? That's that's, a, that's what I was trying leading, to do. Leading me in, I was trying. But is that what evident, we're doing? Evidently. Is that, Jeff, is that what you do in the biz? Evidently, yes. It, that happens? It kind yes, of, that's how it mm. goes. I think it kind of failed, mm. but anyway. Uh, yeah, big time, big time. No, okay. I knew what you were doing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's, uh, it actually is. It's actually one of my favorite boxes, I think, that I put together um, because it's completely different and every cigar is just flat out awesome, in my opinion. I'll be um, honest, I've never found a box I don't like. Well. I, I buy that, but what about my monthly cigars? Like every month is pretty good, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do you come back from that? Uh, <laughs> you know, in all seriousness, what a mess. the beauty, and I, I talk about this all the time, but the beauty of the my monthly subscription service is, and like I'm telling you, like you don't know this, but it's the fact that you're getting to try sticks that you don't find locally. Like here in St. Louis, I don't know if there's more than one of these sticks that you can find here locally in in this month's box. And I like that because it, it gets yeah. you exposure to new and unique things that you're not getting in your area. Yeah, and that's part of the idea of the, the clubs in general, you know, almost with all clubs. But, but I try to do that because, you know, you have people, I mean, I have members that um, don't have brick and mortars near them at all. So, you know, or it's an hour drive or, or, or they're shut down now. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, during Corona, you know, we saw a big uptick in, in um, subscriptions. And I think it was mainly because people aren't able to go into or weren't able to go into brick and mortars and, you know, just pick up their usual weekly sticks or, or whatnot, weekend smokes. And, uh, you know, what better way to do it than, you know, doing a monthly box where you just don't know what you're going to get. It's a... Kind of a, a sampler pack every month of I'm, new things to try. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little worried about the cigar community because up to now, we've been able to sit out on the back deck or hang out with some friends, socially distance, of course, and have a cigar. But now that we're running into a situation where lounges are closed and you maybe can't do the cigars at home like you could over the summer, I'm really worried about our cigar smoking community. And, you know, what, what their release is going to be. I mean, do you guys see what I'm talking about? Yeah. Are you talking more towards, like, weather-wise, too? Is that yeah, because we're, 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 you know, we're getting locked down again right as the weather turns really poor. Like, I did sit out today and have a cigar on my back deck because I was, um, you know, 
had a little bonfire going and you know sat and watched that and had a cigar but this is going to be one of the rare days for the next two or three months that i'm going to be able to do that you know here in southern illinois and i know people up north are already much colder than we are but it's chilling down across the whole country yeah i mean we just got 13 inches of snow <laughs> oh you did that was not close, wasn't it <laughs> i was close no we did we just we just got 13 inches of snow in the last couple of days it was a two-day storm and, you're lying uh, you did not i'm no shit i'm, I'm not kidding <laughs> really <laughs> I, I didn't hear a word yeah. of that we got 13 inches thir- sorry i lied 13.3 inches of snow oh and, that just uh, sounds god awful yeah it was terrible i know it's and, coming uh, here back, but man my back alive. Hated it too mm. <laughs> but that's the thing so like for me you know, I don't smoke indoors. I don't smoke at my home. Yeah. Um, you know, I kind of respect that. And I know you guys do too. Mm-hmm. You have, I have my back deck, but I also have my garage, which I'm in now. And, you know, I even respect that too. And, you know, I have the door open, but I've got an amazing $60 heater that I bought at Costco four years ago, three or four years ago. And it's been the best possible investment I could have made because I just bundle up and, you know, some Under Armour and a few, you know, t-shirts and sweatshirt, maybe a winter hat. And, and I lay that on me. Gervais, I'm not going to lie to you. If if I was you, I'd have built a snow cave and just smoked in that. <laughs> I mean, my, my kid would be in there with me. And that's, like a, like yeah, an that's, a, whole, that's yeah. a whole thing. That's a whole thing. <laughs> yeah. not, not only can you survive in a snow cave, you can smoke in it. I'll tell you, though, you see, I've been seeing a lot of pictures on Instagram and various other places where folks have been setting up their tents with the heaters and they've been kind of starting to create you know, their, their cold weather refuge and you know, I'm with Nick. Yep. I've got a heater, and I go in my garage. I set it up, and I leave the garage door about a quarter of the way open, and I just sit out there and hope that that heater can handle it. And I'll admit, there's been a few nights lately that have been chillier than perhaps I wanted, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm managing. Well, and I'll tell you, yesterday, like I was whining about earlier, I had a lot of driving to do. But one of the bright spots of that is I got to smoke a few cigars while I was driving. I had a really, really good experience with the uh, flat iron from Martinez. Oh. And even put a picture up on I the Instagram that. of that. That, that. that was that that cigar was really good yesterday and hit the spot. Hmm. Yeah, you know, one of the things that you guys, Nick, you had brought it up, I think, on the Christmas gift show as an idea for like a tent or something. Yeah. It's funny because a friend of mine and I have been looking for a while and just we keep talking about talking about it. We're reaching closer and closer to doing it. But I mean, I almost bought on Black Friday. I almost bought an ice fishing. Um, what do they call them? shelter? An ice. Oh shelter. yeah. Oh yeah. So they have those insulated, but they're also ventilated because they have little windows on there. And then I've got the oh. heater, and it's not you know it's not a gas heater. I don't even know what you want to call it, radiant heat or whatever it is. It's a big dish that I have, and it just keeps me warm. It doesn't in plug there, in. It's not electric. No, it, it plugs in, but oh, okay. it's not like gas or anything. So, yeah. but it's not. Uh, so it's not going to give you the you know fumes um, and stuff, the carbon yeah. monoxide and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So I won't. I won't pass out and die in there. Um, and I can sit in there, just you know, big enough for it's big enough for two to four people, depending on what you get. Could have got one for ninety bucks, and I didn't pull the trigger, and I was going to leave it on my deck all winter long. You mm. know, and uh, but see, it's just something like you should have pulled that, the trigger that, on that. I should have. I yeah, know, that was, yeah, that's bucks. actually a good price on that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they're usually like 
there are there you can get them for under two hundred dollars. I think it was like a twenty five percent Black Friday. See, deal. Jeff and I keep joking <laughs> about how we want to get those things. You know, when you go to the soccer games and you see yeah. the soccer moms mm-hmm. in their chairs, but they've got <laughs> yeah. that little tent around them for, to keep the rain off Absolutely. them. Absolutely, we keep joking that we want to get one of those, but we're you know and just zip it up. But you know, we're pretty convinced we're going to asphyxiate and die. Yeah, we'll hotbox. We'll hotbox and die. Well, you that. know, you know, it's funny. I'll tell you something funny about that. When when COVID first hit. Um, we went to Chick-fil-A through the drive-thru, uh-huh. and I shit you not, mm-hmm. the people out there taking orders were wearing those things. In the rain. At the very beginning of this, because yep. they had nothing. No, no, this was during COVID. It wasn't raining. Oh. They were wearing this during COVID. Before oh, it was like their little hazmat suit. Yeah. yeah, see, I'll tell yeah. you. So the Chick-fil-A around here, they were wearing the masks and all that while they were doing the drive-thru orders. But when mm. it would rain they would put them on kind of like as their little like rain armor and you know, mm-hmm. they'd be out in that and never, it was, it always cracked me up that they had their little, their little shelters that they're just walking around in. Yeah. I'll tell you but, what though, they make a mean bird. <laughs> yeah. I love Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I do too. They're building one five minutes from me. You know what I've learned though? Oh, if that's... you want it on Sunday, you better buy it Saturday. Yes. Mm-hmm. They respect the Lord's day, Jeff. They do. They do. Except in Atlanta. Oh, are they open in Atlanta? Atlanta. What? Well, so when they built the new Falcon, Atlanta Falcon Stadium, they put a Chick-fil-A in there. Oh. Not realizing that NFL football is on Sunday. Sunday's the biggest day. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, it's the only day, really. So they're like, what the hell are you going to do? And I'm pretty sure they keep it open there only on Sundays. They probably have special dispensation. That's where they have. I'm the, sure they that's do, where they yeah. have the Jewish employees. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just going to uh, step aside. I don't know <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to just that direct your correspondence yep, yep. to Nick. I talked about Jesus <laughs> having <laughs> ham. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Jesus was Jewish and did not have ham for his birthday. Anyway, <laughs> all right, well, it was almost borderline <laughs> offensive. Where do we go from here? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Wait, no going back, going back what to the, it's the first Friday of the month. I know. Yeah. Well, g- going back to the point, though, like we actually had talked with Dan uh, from Riverman on an episode. Oh, my gosh. Is that maybe June or so about, you know, that sounds about right about looking ahead and saying, you know, like if this flares back up this winter, what are we going to do kind of thing? And yeah. basically telling people you need to be preparing your winter shelters and all this. Yeah. For, mm-hmm. Yeah. And and sure he enough, was right. He was right. And it came about. And, you know, I mean, I hate the fact that he was right, because that means that we're still my winter shelter is having to put up with all this. But well, yeah, because yeah. you I'd can't love to see. I'd love to see what everybody has. If they could just post pictures, everybody. We you know what? That's a great idea. That is shelters. a good idea. Everybody, post a picture of how you're smoking this winter, because yes, there are some lounges that are open and available, and you know, either in a state that's open and available, or or they're just you know saying screw it, or you know maybe they're on limited capacity. So if you're lucky, you can get in there and get a spot. But a lot of people are having to figure out another way, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd like to see how that works. Now, now, Nick, you're from like Massachusetts and everything, so like mm-hmm. you guys are used to cold winters and having to figure out how to smoke in the winter time and everything. So, I mean, yeah. Now, granted, though, you had yeah. in past years you had lounges available. Mm-hmm. Of course, right? No, and, and to be honest, you know, down around this time of year, I normally have my local lounge. I haven't been to my local lounge to sit and smoke in probably nine months i think it was last winter Uh, and but i've been back to you know 
because you know you don't want to go sit in there and you don't know how people are going to react and you know i just want to go and relax and that's not a relaxing atmosphere right now and that's what stinks for these you know lounge owners but you want to go in uh, for me i still want to go in and stop by uh every so often and pick up a handful of cigars and, and give as much support as i can yeah. you know uh, just god by knows they need sticks. it absolutely absolutely and you know it's not like uh, my business where you know they have they have a ton of overhead, you know, and a ton of you know stock that they're losing their asses on, and uh, you know it's going to create it's going to generate a lot more creativity in the industry, I think. So that's the good side of it. Obviously, the negative is really outweighing that right now, and it's sad. But uh, I mean, I urge any of you guys out there, if your lounge is open, just to buy something. You know, not to sit in there, go in and buy four or five sticks. You know, spend fifty to seventy-five bucks or whatever you can. Even two, they're yeah. going to be happy to see it. Yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, so I've talked with a couple of lounge owners, and I don't want to name them because this could potentially be kind of a controversial point, you know, for them. But I've talked with a couple of lounge owners, and one little interesting side effect that this year has had is these lounge owners are looking at their um, their lounge, and they're looking at the amount of money that that space actually generates. And they're looking at the clientele that maybe uses that space. And, you know, they're, they're, they're saying, hey, we've got this guy that comes in, buys one $8 cigar, and he will sit in that chair for four hours. Yeah. But then we have mm-hmm. this guy who comes in and buys four or five cigars, maybe comes in, smokes one, and then, you know, goes on his way with those other sticks. And it's one of those things where at some point these lounge owners are going to start to consider like, you know, Hey, if you want to use that space, if you want to use that lounge, you know, we kind of need you yeah. to, to, well, cause to they, pay for your, make pay for ROI your way on it. Precisely. Yeah. I mean, it'd be one thing if you're like a, and it's a whole different equation. If you are a lounge that has a liquor license and you're selling drinks, because let's be real, uh, it, you're making what? two times on a cigar, whereas you're making five times on that drink. So, you know, if that guy's sitting there for four hours and maybe only has one cigar, but he he has four drinks, boom, you're in the money big time on that guy. But if you're a a cigar lounge and you're not selling liquor and all you're doing is just selling him like one or, or not even a, not even an $8, maybe some guy comes in and buys like an eight by 80 and knows that he can sit there for three hours with that eight by 80. You know what I mean? Come on. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, and let's not even talk about the jackass that'll walk in and bring his own stick mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. sneak into the lounge and smoke away. Buy something for the love of God. Exactly. Buy something. When you know, you go that, in there. that's almost that's also partly, you know, on the lounge itself to it allow is. that, you know, I mean, I've, I've been to, you know, a local uh, cigar bar where I grew up um, before I left Massachusetts, we would go and, you know, they had a cutting fee. You could bring in your own cigar, no problem. They had a $10 cutting fee. Yeah. Well, that was uh, more than fair. The, the Jazz Club in Belleville does that. Yeah, Cigar Inn in Belleville. Yeah. They have, a, I think, a $5 cutting fee. And it's and it's one of those but, things. But, I, but, you know, Nick, like you're talking about the margins and stuff and everything. And, yeah, you're making, you know, possibly double on the cigar. But what people don't realize, though, is, yeah, let's say you buy a $10 cigar. There's the margin on it. There's the markup, obviously. Let's say it's two to one, right? So the cigar costs you five bucks. But it's really costing you more because you still have the excise tax on that. You still yep. have your local sales tax on it. And Plus then you have your, employees your electricity. And your humidor. Your employees, and, yeah. your electricity. 
your uh, cable, your internet, Wi-Fi, and, and whatever else you're running there, your, your merchant services, well, and the wear and tear on your system. wear and tear on your furniture. You know that furniture has a oh, lifespan. You know, yeah. and and look, I know the Hill. They've just especially re- with the clientele. <laughs> precisely. I <laughs> yeah. mean, the Hill just recently got all brand new chairs for their for their lounge, and they're really nice. Mm. They are. But the thing is, you know, the, it was a big investment for Tim over at the Hill to put in all that furniture. And, you know, if you're sitting there and wear, you know, wearing on the springs, wearing on the leather and whatever mm-hmm. else for, for three hours and only buying one cigar, I don't know, you haven't really paid your space. I mean, I, it, it, it's one of those things. It's, it's all about a respectful, symbiotic relationship between the consumer and the retailer. And yeah. I think that this COVID environment has kind of brought to light maybe some of the abuses that have taken place. Or, or not even abuses. I don't want to make it sound like it was on purpose, but I think maybe some of the just kind of like the lax stand, the lax regulation standards rules. Yeah, but but see that puts it entirely on the lounge though too. True. I don't think it's entirely on the lounge. I think the lounge is somewhat responsible. The lounge has to inf- have some rules, enforce <laughs> some rules. But on the flip side, I think there's a respect level that we as the consumer need to give to our lounge as well. Absolutely. Know? So anyway. Yeah, I always, I always look, I always look at it as when I go to a lounge, I'm paying rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, I'm paying them. I have no problem paying more than MSRP for a cigar, which you're going to pay for anyway when you go into a lounge. It's just inevitable because they have costs. I look at that as covering their costs, covering the cost of my cigar, paying rent for the time I'm there. Yep. Because I know they have a nut, a nut to cover, so I'm, I'm using that, and I, I'll, I'll try to smoke too. When I go to a lounge, I mean, generally, if I'm there for two hours, I'll smoke one, get some work done, and then roll out. Well, I can honestly say, anytime I've gone to the Hill, or I've gone to Riverman, or, you know, even the Tinderbox, I won't just buy the cigars I'm going to smoke there. I'll buy five or six sticks, smoke a couple there, take the rest home, throw them in the humidor. Minimum three. Yeah. That's my thing, is I always find three. But could you imagine, though, like, let's say everybody out there that walked into their lounge and sat down and smoked one cigar and left. If you all walked in and bought one extra cigar just to take home. Yeah. You know, that would do wonders for a lounge. I mean, it really would help them a lot if everybody went in and bought two. So you might start seeing, you know, like drinks, you might start seeing a a two cigar minimum. You might start seeing a membership fee or more members only lounge types like they'll take these lounges and turn them into members only clubs where you pay a certain dues every month but the problem there lies now you're shunning shunning the public yeah yeah. so i think you're going to see places that are bigger separate their rooms here's Uh, a members area members humidor or something like that or you get member pricing you get better pricing based on if you pay a monthly membership there's so many ways that they can do it and that's what i mean when i say there's going to be some really cool creativity that comes out of this. Yeah. I think it's going to help a lot of the businesses. But at the end of the day, guys, what do we got? Six months maybe. And then after all vaccines are kind of administered here and yeah. we'll dive deep into that. But I feel like we're going to be better off, uh, you know, summertime. And if we could just get through that or I say we, but you know, the brick and mortars and lounges. And yeah, we realistically just need to get through just but a man, little while longer. Man, another yeah. six months is going to be brutal. I know my business. It's hard. I'll tell yeah. you right now. I don't see how in the world I'm going to keep my newspapers open for another six months the way things have been going. And we got a PPP mm-hmm. loan. I'll, I'll just be completely honest. And it helped mm-hmm. us through for about four months. 
and we're limping along right now. But if things don't open back up, we're in trouble. And I know a lot yeah. of restaurants that have already closed. I think 20% of the restaurants, didn't they say, across the country have closed and aren't going to reopen. Oh, it's, As of right now. Yeah, no, it's bad. It's and, more and, than that, no. And well, that's wow. the thing. The restaurants and bars have really taken a hit, like, this year and i'd almost go so far as to say perhaps even more so than retail because with retail you know it hasn't been good let's put it that way but at least with retail it's always been kind of a relationship where consumer walks in finds what they want purchases and leaves with the exception of the cigar lounge because that kind of goes in my opinion more towards the bar kind of atmosphere of you buy and you sit and you enjoy but like for example bars and restaurants though it's it's a it's an experience it's a it's an hour plus of your life that yep. you're committing when you go to a restaurant or or a bar and and i think that by removing that and just basically telling people hey just do drive through or just do you know takeout people are going to find other things to do with their money or they're going to mm-hmm. eat at home or something yeah. like that i know a lot of people that have been eating at home more this year than they have in well, a lot of and, previous and years. And it it's just for a restaurant with, with a bar. So you're going to come up and you're going to buy your takeout food, like here at Top Shooters. Mm-hmm. When they were completely shut down, we would come and we would, you know, there were times I'd come up and get wings and take them home. Yeah. You know, but I wasn't sitting and having a drink. And I wasn't, therein lies, we weren't buying a bucket of beer. And we that's a yeah. very valid point. They make way more on the liquor here than they do on the food. Mm-hmm. And the when food you're, at times is a loss leader just to get you in the door. A fast Eddie's, yeah, fast you know, Eddie's with their cheap, exactly. with their cheap burgers and all that and everything. Yep. That that's exactly it. They're they're purposely discounting the food just so you'll sit and drink more. Yep. And when you take that out of the equation, yeah, they're screwed. And yep. it doesn't hurt. What do you think happy hours are? Exactly. Happy hours are. It's a daily marketing you know tool that you get people coming in for three hours, grab half price appetizers. They think it's an amazing deal, and then when they're in there, they buy two, three beers. And it doesn't yep. help one bit when um, uh, you've got the giant megalo liquor marts that are able to stay open. And let's be real, mm. it's a hell of a lot cheaper for me to go to you know Total Wine and More and buy a bottle of something than it is for me mm. to go to you know, my neighborhood bar and, and buy, buy it by the glass, and yeah. buy it by the glass, you know? So of course people are mm-hmm. going to do that too. So yeah, it, 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 it's been an interesting year. Yeah. It's, it's been a rough year for retail, for restaurants. Um, you know, like I said, in, in the news business and, you know, we were, we were cooking along, we were doing really well. This was supposed to be a banner year with the election and we didn't see hardly any right. uptick at all in political ads. We lost all of our event advertising I'll be honest. I think just just my profit center, and I call it profit center. It's, that's, I'm using that loosely, but just my publication in Perry County. I bet at the end of the year we're down a hundred grand in uh, revenue coming through the door. You know, and yeah. we've we've been able to hang on, but we've had to cut a lot of costs. We've had to trim back here. We've had to trim back there. But you know, at some point that's going to catch up. With I us. looked at my P and L the other week, and I know we're somewhere between twenty and thirty thousand dollars down mm-hmm. for the year. Now, we made significant cuts earlier this year um, that has actually helped me um, to where I think if this were a normal year, oh, dude, I'd be like Scrooge, be swimming. I'd be Scrooge McDuck swimming yep. in my money bin right now, you know, but unfortunately, <laughs> not That's so not, much. Yeah, we're just hanging on by our teeth. So, so anyway, okay. You guys, so, don't, you guys don't swim. You don't swim. I float. I float. <laughs> 
kind of like the manatee we that got <laughs> the manatee that got hit by the propeller off the back of the boat. You know, it's just kind of floating oh, there. God. <laughs> just go <laughs> big gash down Nick's back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's like I like to tell people that's a sexual scar, but in reality, it's just a propeller prop. <laughs> <laughs> that happened down on the beach at Clearwater. Yeah, there you go. So I'm sitting up on the beach drinking out of my young coconut. You know, just living life. And I watch <laughs> Nick get hit by a prop. <laughs> <laughs> you see the people on the speedboat. I'm glad we turned the table here a little bit. All the I'm people on the speedboat jumped in their seats when they went over him. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm about halfway on my cigar here. Me either. Yeah, no, he, <laughs> he didn't. Oh, my God. I just let him lumber back onto the beach. Oh, man. Oh, God. Well, I'm about halfway like on my cigar here. Oh, let me tell you, it was it was brutal. Yeah. Actually, there was a very brutal thing that took place on that beach that I cannot get into the details oh, of. But let me tell I'm you so guys, proud. we are fast approaching Christmas card time. Yes. And oh when you all see the Cigar Pulpit Christmas card, I think we've outdone ourselves. Yeah. We, we may very well have done the most epic Nick and Gator thing ever that we've ever done. Yes. Well... You. It's not a picture. It's not a marathon photo, is it? By any chance, or? we did the whole. No. Uh, we, we did the whole chariots of fire down the yeah. beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, nice. No, it's not. No, that would require running. Yes, that's um, true. Yeah. Anyway, no, it, it's good. I won't. I won't get into the details okay. of it because I want everybody to be nice it's and surprised. Coming. But, but nice. guys, it's it's going to be epic. So so uh, like I well, said, I'm about halfway. Well, speaking um, of surprises, I mean, you oh. give people surprises. Don't don't forget, we've got the uh, the pulpit uh, cigar series T shirts. Oh, that's true. Uh, oh. Coming to you guys, those those will be there really soon. So, um, you know, we're gonna have something. Make sure everybody's uh, to stay tuned because we'll announce how we're gonna reveal those. Uh, I know we've got the four winners that are anxiously awaiting their signed shirts. Uh, they are in route to you guys now. Oh and, uh, boy! Yeah, Yay. we're gonna have a. Uh, We'll do an event. Yeah, probably maybe an Instagram live or something. I have not seen okay. these. Have you seen no, these? No, I haven't seen okay. these. Nobody has seen them. Okay. Nobody has seen them. The only people that have seen them are myself and uh, Dave over at Martinez because uh, we both designed it, and uh, it's fantastic. It's, it's a great shirt. You Fair. guys are going to love them. Fair enough. It's great. Well, Nick has tried to yeah. circle back to the cigar about a dozen times now. What are you getting on your Yeah, stick? we're not talking cigar. Why are we talking cigar? <laughs> what the hell's going on? Um. It's still got that kind of leathery earthiness. It does. Yep. Um, Both of those. Yeah, I haven't done a retro, but I can. Ready? Well, well, I'll do. I'll do one. one. Yeah. Why don't you do yours, and then that way you can be talking about yours while I'm doing mine. That way, there's no dead air. See how that works? Yeah. It. uh, The pepper has ramped up. Nick's head's going to explode. Give it about three seconds here, folks. Pepper has you ramped up. You made it through that. That impressive. was that was Pepper impressive. has ramped up. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. AJ Fernandez had a hand in this cigar, did he not? He did. That's yep. what I thought. Yep. yep. So, and it's it's got his signature pepper. On yeah, it, I was sure. going to say. I'm like that has a very familiar. Which tobacco in the blend of, brings that out? Well, considering it's a Nicaraguan puro, I'm yep. going to guess the Nicaraguan. Nicaraguan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, is it a certain leaf on the plant? Is it the plant itself? I well, Nicaraguan tobacco tends to have a little bit more yeah spice to it. Yeah, so yeah. it makes me wonder if it's usually, like lower leaves or the top. Usually, it, it's the uh, it's the top, top of the plant. It's the sun grown. The lihero. The lihero. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. So a lot of times when when you roll a cigar, you know, you'll have um, 
your, your Ligero, your Seiko, and your, your Viso. And, um, you know, there's different level set. And then you, you won't have too much Ligero, and it's really in the middle. Um, and it burns slower uh, than the other leaves. And, and that's where your, a lot of your, like, sun-grown stuff comes, too, that's a little bit heavier uh, and thicker on the palate. So um, I love it. Me, I'm, I'm big on Ligero. Uh, yeah. I'm a huge fan of it. You know, now, and, now, and the Nicaraguan stuff is, is great. And now, anything by age is awesome, too. Some of the shade-grown stuff, though, they're actually putting shade cloth over that if there isn't mm-hmm. a canopy mm-hmm. that they're growing under. So I've, I've, Look at you correct. with the knowledge. Right. You impressed by that? Yeah. Where did you hear that? I've seen it. I've seen pictures of it. I feel it. like mm-hmm. we just heard that somewhere. Did we? feel like we did. I don't know. Was that I've maybe the pictures. Newman tour? Did you it, learn it that on the be. Newman tour? But, yeah, I've seen pictures of it, and it's really cool. Okay. And and labor intensive. Mm-hmm. It adds a lot. You know, there's a lot of extra labor that goes into putting up the shade cloth and, you know, being able to grow them, you know, with that with that shade. Look cloth. at this, Nick. It took him a year and a half, but he's finally learning from the podcast. I know. Dude, I just he's, like to smoke cigars. He's learning this things. This is great. He's learning things. He's on time. I know. I was early. This is good, Jeff. 51 years, and I finally got him to start acting like an adult. (laughs) I wouldn't go that far. That's true. Yeah. People know me in the audience. Might have been a little excessive. Yeah, a little over the mark. Oh, my gosh. So what else you guys got going on? Uh, I I, I have a question for you guys. Yeah. And it it has to do with, with, uh, with Larry. Okay. You know, I want to know why... You make him sit when he sits down. Why is he sitting on a like a tin bucket? Oh, it's the chairs. Oh, it's the lawn chairs. It's it, they're all like that yeah. kind of metal. Whenever he gets up and storms off, it sounds like he's kicking over a tin bucket. It's <laughs> like okay, like uh, the last episode we did with him, we were here at Top yeah, Shooters. He like, kicked over one of the high top metal yeah, chairs. Yeah, it's these metal chairs. Okay, I'm surprised yeah, we haven't gotten any grief over normal. that. From the uh, restaurant. Yeah, the last one sounded more like a chair, but it always sounds like he's sitting on a tin. Like, you know, it sounds like those buckets are used to melt the cows. I'm sure you know about that, Joe. I have those. <laughs> <laughs> and that's there's, probably what you're making them sit on. There's nothing better than when you grab that teat and you hear that first squeeze into the metal bucket. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's the good Nick, milk. Did you isolate? Nick, did you isolate that one? Can, can we save that one? Nothing like when you grab the teat. Oh, yeah, I can yeah. save that. <laughs> that's going to the soundboard. Have either of you milked no. a cow? I have not. No. no. Why would I do that? I grew up on a farm. It's kind of normal. I didn't. I did not. Yeah. yeah, it sucks to be you guys. City mouse. You've missed out on a lot. <laughs> yeah. You never, <laughs> yeah. I, I'll bet you money you never went out and butchered your own meal. You're right. I've done that. I never have. Yeah, I've actually done that. I don't know if I could eat something that I looked into its eyes as I, you know, was about to kill it. Well, I normally don't stare it right in the eyes. I'm not trying to intimidate <laughs> it to death. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, it's just a, you know... Cut of the blade. Okay. Um, I just like I just like how the other day when Larry left too, you were, Nick was pissed. He's like, he didn't even get our wings. Oh no, he left. <laughs> yeah, he just straight he up left. up and left. Didn't even didn't say bye. order the wings or anything. I was I was pissed. I mean, could it have been because maybe it was family? He just didn't want, <laughs> he didn't want to grab his family and bring them over to you to eat. It's a terrible joke. It's possible. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> That's such a bad joke. What? Larry's not the chicken. What? I said, what? 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 Oh my God! You're right, Larry's fucking chicken. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Nick got confused, but we did find out. I will. Well, yes, we did find uh, out. No, no, no. We did uh, find out. So, so the chicken obviously bed. was in jail. Yes, we did find right. out, and we found out that he was bailed out when he climbed on the plane with us and went down to Tampa. Right. 
Yeah, Larry bailed him out. Larry bailed I'm him out jail for that mix up. Larry bailed him out just for the uh just for the fact that he wanted to screw with Jeff. Yeah. So and and I want to know how did the chicken get a ticket onto that airplane? Did Larry buy him the ticket? Because I don't know where he got, came up with the, you know, cash to do that. He probably just told him that he was your support animal. Ooh, <laughs> you may be right. Yeah, that yeah. was your that was your support cock. He's anything but my support cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's one thing Jeff needs support for, uh, anyway, <laughs> let that go. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for us to do our ad for Roman White. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a calendar the other day. It was like a uh, white elephant gift. It was a calendar of, of big cocks, and it was just all roosters. Huge, pictures of huge chickens. And that's awesome. And yeah, shit. that's pretty cool. <laughs> We're working on a on a calendar. It's just we need a couple Good more dunk. years of yeah. Jeff's naked gardening pictures, and then we'll be set. Oh yeah, that thing's mm. gonna sell like wildfire. I, I'm not convinced. Yeah, probably not. Maybe. We may want to do that one where it's, you know, a print print by the order. Well, but see, okay, but we can do something kind of like the Cigar Vixen did this year. She didn't do the 12 pay, twelve month, you know, flip the page, get a different picture kind of thing. Did a whole, she just did the whole yeah, year poster. on one on a poster with one image. So, yeah, we could just do that with you, just, you know, naked gardening, and then just underneath it have the calendar. I'm all in. I mean, you know. I have and, no problem. And people could stare at your, you know, moves all year long. Yep. Right here, baby. <laughs> they push them together. Now we got something. There you go. I'm telling you. I keep telling you, if you start pushing them together and put a cigar in the cleavage, you're going to get so many more hits on Instagram. I don't think that's how that's going to work at all. Jesus Christ. I mean, it works for other people. Yeah, not for me. Just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying. Nobody wants to stare at these moves. I mean, I look at them sometimes no, in the mirror. For once, for once, you're right, Jeff. You're right. <laughs> 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 um. So Nick, anyway, you have the yeah. holiday, you have the holiday pack, and I want to touch mm-hmm. on that for a moment. So we talked about it sure. in uh, our Christmas gift episode a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You have the holiday pack, and it's four cigars, a humidor, travel humidor, and desktop humidor. Yeah, it's a combo. It's this really cool little. Um, uh, it's like a mahogany sort of uh, colored uh, desktop slash travel humidor, so you can take it with you. Um, or you can leave it at your desk. I mean, obviously travel desktop. Um, yeah, it's really cool. It's kind of, it's, it's the perfect beginner one because when you buy a, a humidor, you want to make sure it's at least 50% full, you know, it's like a refrigerator, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure it's working properly. Um, so, you know, if you're just beginning, it's perfect and it's ideal for, you know, the four cigars that you get in the pack. Yeah. Uh, cause yeah, it's not. It, the, the cigars will probably be bigger than, than a Robusto, which is generally what they look at when they say 10 count, you're probably looking at, you know, 10 Robustos yeah. and you're really stuffing, stuffing them in there. So you're probably going to get, you know, eight cigars in there. And if you get the four, you're at 50% capacity already. So you're keeping them how you want or how they should be, you know, nice and fresh. And um, yeah. And, and the nice part is you can pick it up and it's, it's small. It's actually just about the size of um, maybe even a little bit smaller than the monthly uh, MMC box. Okay. That everybody gets. Okay. Okay. So, so it's a got, good size. So you got that, and then you get the lighter and the cutter to go along with it. Mm-hmm. So it's a perfect yeah, with, kit for but some everybody. Too. And you put some butane in there as well, because what good is a lighter if you don't have any butane? So Precisely. You know, I've, I've got lighters in the past, and it's just like, all right, now what? Now I have to go buy butane. People will forget about that. So yeah. It's just kind of a, a starter pack, sort of a little gift. If you don't know what to buy somebody who smokes cigars and you need a gift for them, 
even if they already smoke, it's I would take the gift in a heartbeat. I think it would be awesome. I, oh, I'm, I mean, oh yeah, I'm one that's always wanting travel travel humidors or something just to hold there for and different things. Hell, Jeff's been smoking forever and he still doesn't have a travel humidor. I don't. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I, you when know. when I go somewhere that I'm going to take several cigars, I'll just grab one of my cigar boxes and throw uh, Boveda pack in with it. It's not mm-hmm. ideal, but it works. Right, it's short term. It's the nice yep. short term, but at least this one you could keep out, you know, as an actual humidor on your desk or, or you know, your dresser or wherever you keep your cigars, and you know, and it doesn't take up a lot of space, so you're not pissing off the wife where it's just this big, massive cabinet humidor with you know four <laughs> cigars in it. Well, and I would, I, I could have put that back together, you know, two thousand I mean, dollar cabinet humidor and four cigars. Well, that'd be good. That'd be good. Well, I will tell you, Nick's going to be uber jealous. Because at one of the stores that we visited when we were on our trip to Tampa, I entered to win a giant cabinet humidor. You did. Nice. And it's nice. going to I'm, – I'm obviously well, going to win it, and it's going to be a thing. Let, let's talk about that for a minute. So the deal was um, we stopped at a store, and you got so many raffle tickets based off how much money you spent. Well, I uh, – I had to cover Jeff that night because yeah. that was the first night we were in town, and Jeff flagged his debit card by going to Seven Eleven and spending six dollars, and then going to a Tampa cigar shop and trying to spend ninety. Yep, and they kind of flagged it. And oh yeah, by the way, he didn't tell his bank he was traveling, no. so they shut his debit <laughs> card down. I had to make a call the next so day. So I, I had to cover him, and so it was. You know, it was an expensive thing, and then you paid me back, you know, the next day, and that was fine. That was good. Um, But uh, I had to cover him that night. So, you know, it was kind of a bigger order. And so we ended up getting, what, three raffle tickets? Six. Six raffle tickets. Okay, so we got six raffle tickets. Because you got five, and... Nick didn't get his raffle tickets. So. I didn't get them when I when I did the uh, purchase, and so I came out to the to the chairs. And Jeff's like, "Did you get the tickets?" And I'm like, "No," because I wanted that humidor. And he was mm-hmm. like, "Well, go get them." And I'm like, "Ah, dude, we're not going to win. I'm not going to go back inside and get them." So he gets up and goes back inside to get them and fills them out. All and they in gave his me name. a bonus ticket because I had to come back in. Yeah, and that's going to be the winner. Nice. And and so he <laughs> he went inside and filled them all out in his name. So now the thing's going to be if he wins it. You know, A, how's he going to get a cabinet humidor from Tampa all the way up oh, here? Oh, I'll figure it out. But then, you know, B, who gets custody? Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. Because we covered that that night. And I said, do you want your name on half of these? And you said, no. Yeah, I'll let you have it. Yeah, so it's all mine. Okay. Yeah, it's all oh, mine. And the I'm cost obvious- of ship- the, I know, The cost right? of shipping it up, you might as well buy one. Yeah, you're probably actually. <laughs> and that's there. the thing. With the tax, you sell with, it if you win it. With the taxes and the cost of shipping, that just became your problem, buddy. Yeah, probably. And I know you don't have the money for that, which oh, means dude, it'll end up being dude, mine. <laughs> I'll drive down there and get it. You know, you might. <laughs> I'll strap that thing on my hitch haul. Hell, I'd Jeep drive down drive there and get it just for no other reason than, than the, to go down have there. An excuse to go back down there. I know. Oh, I know. King, oh, we missed King it so Corona much. put up a picture on their Instagram of these guys sitting in the front at window. our table, and well, it's not. Our oh, table. it was our table when we were there. <laughs> that, for that one Saturday, yeah, it was we, our table. We camped out there. And um Oh, it was just it was instantly just like nostalgic. Oh. Like not even nostalgic, because I mean it was only like two weeks ago, but it was, it was borderline depressing. It I really be was because so it was bad. like, oh, I want to go back. I want to go back in there. In the worst way. It, it, seriously, guys, in the audience, if you've never been, you've got to go down there. Nick, ser- you know, with a hundred percent seriousness. You need to get down there, and you need to do that J.C. Newman tour. Yeah. 
Absolutely. No, it's something I definitely, it's on the list. And J.C. Newman actually originated in uh, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, the factory yeah, up here. And they actually just recently sold. I don't think they sold it. I don't think they owned the building uh, for a while, have, haven't owned it for a while. And I think that building just resold again. I don't know who bought it, but uh, it's still there. The building is still up. And oh, wow. Still Very in use, cool. but not, not for a cigar factory. But yeah, it's, it's a well, piece and of we, history. Well, we there. learned all about that on the tour, and they've got such a nice um, history set up there to tell you all about the company like and all about Tampa and Ebor. And it's just, it's just, I mean, I can't tell you how cool it was. Yeah, Drew and those guys have everything, you know, they do it all right. They've you know, got they, a lockdown. They, do they know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. From beginning to end, they've got a plan for everything, and they execute it excellent every single time. So so I don't doubt that it was an amazing tour. And listen to your show about it. Yeah, definitely. If, if people listen to your show and don't want to go, then they didn't listen to the show. Yeah. Well, the show kind of, it, it touched on it. The pictures, I think, like if you go yeah. to like your Instagram and my Instagram, Jeff, you know, they, you see the pictures. That's when you realize this is, it's, it's a museum set up in the beginning. But once you get through that museum set up, that's when they take you to the basement and they start going through all that. And then I'm they go. I'm not sure all that's on the public tour. Not, I think we got a the little. The basement, uh, part of, part of the basement is. Is it? Okay. But the, um, but the, uh, like the roof obviously is not, you know, yeah. and there were some areas that we got that were not. I made but, Nick nervous because I leaned over for a picture with oh him. Oh my God. We're right up there on the <laughs> roof, right? And the ledge of this thing hits me probably about the middle of my calf. All right. <laughs> and so I'm standing there and I was just fine. Right until Jeff came over to like get in for the picture and then leaned up against me. And I'm like, oh, God, because I'm like right in the corner. I'm like right in the corner of this roof. And I'm like, this is how it ends. I fall three stories off the top of the uh, J.C. Newman factory. That bush would have caught you. There wasn't much of a bush down there. Oh, there was concrete. There was concrete. I was going to say. Only thing I could have hoped for, for the, is aim for the bushes. Only thing I could have hoped for is that the security guard was walking by at that moment. And I caught could just you. like you know squash him but yeah it would have been a thing i'll tell you what it was really fun the the last day we were down there um hanging out at king corona we actually ran into the security guard from jc newman he was out with his friends and family eating um there at uh, king corona and he walked over and he recognized yeah i would have never recognized him out of uniform and we had a really nice talk with him great i mean everybody there was just outstanding to us it was a lot of fun yeah it was a great thing about that is it, it's in the states, you know. People want to visit yep. these, you know, cigar factories and everything. But then you're like, ah, I got to travel out of the country and stuff. It's in the states, and you can easily get to it, which is very, very cool. But I'm going to so, tell you, when yeah, you're it's, there, it's on my list. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like you're in the states. It feels like you're in yeah. the Caribbean. It's so cool mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I can't say enough good stuff cool. about Ybor City. Well, nice. I was bringing up the holiday pack for a reason, but what we've, was that? we've somehow deviated away. So, as so we do, yeah, we as we do. So. We're 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 doing a little contest with my monthly cigars. Ooh. Contest? What? Yeah. Well, what are you acting all coy about? <laughs> I was going to throw it to you and let you detail the contest. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking uh-huh. about. But I'll try. I'll try. <laughs> well, I'm throwing it's... it to you to detail the contest. Here, here you so. go. <laughs> this is this is your life, and now I'm getting shocked by somebody here. Is more, what, what is this? The Jenny Jenny Jones show? Someone's someone's going to show up here, and I used to be. A geek of geek to chic. What were those shows with? What the like, hell? Are you the are only ones I'm aware those? of are the like where it's like you know you are the father, you are not the father. You know that's that was more. That's more. Oh, yeah. 
You don't remember Jenny Jones? I have no idea who you're talking about. I, the right, name is ringing. The name is ringing a bell, but a it's not program? one that I remember watching. No. <laughs> <laughs> your your listeners are going to know. I promise they'll, they'll they'll chime in on it because I know that because uh, it was on TV all the time and it was one of those trashy shows. And are you they talking about had Sally the, you know, Jesse Raphael? Nope, I am not Jenny Jones. I promise you. And I know this also for a fact because a friend of mine uh, back when we were in college was on there on as a guest and he didn't know why they just said someone in your never show up for that oh he showed up (laughs) oh no it was this girl that they him and his buddy used to make fun of oh and she was like this little geek and she came back it's like all hot and with this full attitude i don't remember it because it was 20 years ago when i saw it and uh, i can't remember if he was actually hot or not but it was just funny because i remember him he was just like you're still ugly (laughs) oh god oh my god (laughs) so it wasn't a good look for him if you saw it now and i actually i looked i went looking for it too because i wanted to like use it as a as a surprise video one day, like during our fantasy football league (laughs) and just be as a shock, but I couldn't get the the archive tape and nobody had it. And I didn't want to ask him. So I think that's because it was never a real thing. That's so funny. It wasn't telling you. I'm telling you, and you're going to get, you're going to get so much shit for this when people hear it and they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. So cool. Well, tell it, tell us all about the contest. Yeah, Nick, what's this contest? You're surprised. God damn it, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) No, I guess I could talk about it. Go for it. No, so I, yeah, so I was talking to Nick, and and you know, I think uh, I wanted to do some sort of contest, you know, and, and give away. We we wanted to give away some stuff to to your listeners, and Nick said, you know, would you would you would I be able to get a, a pack from you and a, a robusto box and send it out and give it away, you know? But we we're trying to figure out what to give for, do for a contest. So we've come up with an idea since it's the holiday season that. Uh, we want people to call into the Ask the Boys line, right? Where yep. do you use that? 863-874-0000. So we want people to call in, and we want you to sing us your best Christmas song parody. And you have to use My Monthly Cigars and the Cigar Pulpit in the song. And then you can have free reign to say whatever else you want. You can use, you know, talk about BF Chicken, Larry... Whatever. And then see what whatever. Yep. Sure. Absolutely. But you've got to have my monthly cigars and the cigar pulpit. Those, those, what, six words in the song. And, uh, and we'll pick the best one at the end, uh, right after Christmas or right before Christmas. We'll figure it out. It'll be the end of December. Yep. And, uh, the winner will get, uh, sort of a nice little prize pack. We'll do, um, you know, a, a Robusto box for January. Yep. I uh, will be in there. And, um, Nick, we're we'll, we going to be we'll able to do Bishop in, and Gator? Yeah, yep. we'll throw in some Bishop and Gator. Why don't we put an All end right. date on it of the 20th, so that way we could potentially get it in prior to Christmas. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Fair enough, so get your, get so your yeah, songs guys. in. And then, you know, we'll throw some other stuff in there, too. I'll see if I can get a shirt or something in there, too. And, and uh, yeah, it'll be, let's make it fun. I, I mean, Christmas is, yeah, guys. is uh, usually a really festive, fun time, and this year's kind of sucked. We all know it, but let's have a little much, little bit more fun as much as we can, and I think this is a fun way to uh, – you got, you got some good listeners uh, calling in. You oh, know, yeah. You got some good calls lately. Sunday, December so 20th weekend. at noon um, Central Time is our cutoff. Okay. There perfect. you go. Jeff, the rules perfect. lawyer, is just jumping yeah, in. Yeah, look well, at Jeff. You, I know, gotta right? have rules. All right. So, yeah. Mm. So, and that way, if we record Sunday night for Tuesday, then we're ready to go. Okay. That's why we'll we'll do it at noon Central Time. Okay. On the 20th. 
When do we ever record cool. Sunday night? We might. Maybe. But we, have, we give ourselves options. Okay. Nick always Nick always complains to me because we record the day before it comes out, <laughs> and then he's got to sit for two or three hours and edit. So I'm trying to buy him a little time here. I and appreciate I'm that. Gr- and I'm getting grief for it. <laughs> well, it's just Jeez. kind of funny that, of all people, you would be the one setting the date and time. Right. I know. Who knew? I know, right? Somebody had to do it. <laughs> well, okay. So, yeah. So, guys, you know, get creative. I mean, any, have some fun. There's all sorts of Christmas carols out there that you can you can parody up and, and you know, make about Jeff bidetting in the sink and whatever. I, I think mean, that has to be part oh, of it. Oh, it should be part of it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, they can add it in there. They can add it in there. That's yeah. fine. It, it'll add to... We'll judge. The three of us will judge the songs, and we'll pick our favorite one, and the winner will get the prize back. Beautiful. So, Love it. I'm trying to think of something with the great. 12 days of Christmas and how maybe on the fifth day it's, you know, <laughs> one poopy sink, you know, or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's all sorts yeah. of options here, guys. Yep. Hey, Nick, I wanted to ask you, uh, how's your knee? Shut up. <laughs> there you go, Dave. That's, uh, that's an inside joke hmm. with Dave. Anyway. Dave, Dave, God, I can't talk. No, that's, you can't. That's an inside joke with Dave over at Martinez. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. We'll fill you in on that later, Dick. <sighs> oh, sounds good. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> Nick's knee buckled on him the other day. Anyway. All right. We'll move on. <laughs> we'll move on. So so I am nice. getting really close to the end of this cigar. Yeah, you are. I am I'm, down. I'm, I'm nubbing it. You, you are. I am nubbing it. Are you it. even actually technically still smoking that thing, or are you just kind of like holding it? Right there. Okay, okay. you did. So Pro- proof of life. Proof of life. So wow. let's uh let's give let's give our final thoughts on the aging room Quattro Nicaragua here. It's a good cigar. It's good, it's leathery, it's earthy. Um the pepper definitely ramped up. You gonna do a uh, final retro? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see it. <coughs> okay. The pepper is more prominent <laughs> on the uh, <laughs> on the final third. Ooh. Despite Oh, I'm holding it together as best I can. Yeah, yeah. Um, please that, do because I don't want to take over. He's down to no, the brock. It's uh, down to the brock. Yeah, we're we're down to the brock on this one. But the uh, the pepper has kind of ramped up on this, and I'm burning my fingers. I had to give up, but it's good. And you know, it's again looking at the Was cigar, it cigar of the year, though, and that's the thing, cigar of the year. That's a high bar. It is a really high bar. That that's a that's a very prestigious label to throw on any cigar and i just looking at this one and i'm and again i'm also a year removed so i'm trying to think back of what came out in 2019 that it was going to compete against and i'm just saying i don't i just for the life of me i i still can't necessarily say cigar of the year for this one and it's no slight against it as much as I just, I'll say this. This is the first time I've smoked this cigar since you and I smoked that cigar on the show, Jeff. Yeah. Whereas I know there have been other cigars that came out in 2019 that I've smoked much more frequently between then and now. Part of it might be the fact that this is a box press. And you know me, I do tend to stay away from the box press cigars just as a personal preference. But on the flip side, I just, it's one of those ones that, for whatever reason, it just never really struck me as like, oh my God, that's the best thing that came out that year. Yeah. And I'm saying that, and I know that I'm like shitting on Rafael Nodell's work and, and uh, 
you know, AJ Fernandez's work and everything like that. And I don't really want to do that. But on the flip side, it, it, it's, it's a good cigar. I have no, like, I have nothing pin that I can pinpoint and criticize, but it's just, I just feel like there's got to be something else that well, and I'll maybe should have. For 2020, um, obviously we went to Nick and Gator somewhere in the list, but, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Is yeah. it going to be, uh, who knows? Well, we didn't. We nah. don't know. If, we don't know if they were in it or not, and you know, yada yada yada. Yeah. But I'll tell you one cigar that had better be on that list, or that list is just bullshit. The Yagua. Yeah, that Yag- Yagua is Yagua. an outstanding cigar. Yeah, the Yagua is a really good cigar, and the thing I and know that's a Newman product, right? It is, yep. and I know a lot of um, there's some like the Cigar Authority with their Cigar of the Year. They don't count cigars that are. Limited runs are difficult to get a hold of and everything like that. But I don't think Cigar Aficionado really does that. I think they include a lot of limited runs and various other things. So Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. That Yagya will, will be at the top of my list um, coming up at the end of Boy, the year. Well, I'll tell you that uh, Henry Clay Warhawk Rebellious, that came out in 2020. Yep. And that should definitely place somewhere in that top 25. Yep. I'm not going to go so far as say top cigar of the year, although I smoked a hell of a lot of them. Um well, but I, I would smoke a lot more of the Yagua if I could find them. Because I'll, I'll tell you, limited production. I'll tell you what ought to uh, make a return to the top of the uh, quote unquote budget cigar top twenty-five. Because I know Cigar Aficionado does a separate list for the for the budget cigars. Is um, mm-hmm. that Charter Oak uh, Habano mm, that yeah. Foundation cigars just came out with not too long ago? I don't, Nick. I don't know if you've had any of those, but. Not the newer one. I've had one in the past, and it's a great budget cigar. Yeah, Absolutely. but dude, that Habano that he's just come out, I think it technically was supposed to come out in September. I think I first started encountering them in like maybe no- October, but um, mm-hmm. holy crap. I know I've bought three yeah. bo- three boxes of that cigar so far. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's just... Yeah, he's been smoking that thing like a chimney. It's lights out, man. I love it. So. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that, you know, uh, Cigar Aficionado, basically, they do the reviews, they do blind reviews of the one, all the cigars that were submitted. Um, but I mean, I'm looking at the list right now from last year, the top 25, and I'm, I'm looking at number 18, which I would put ahead of this. Yeah. Easily. It's the Aladino Toro. Yes. For me, that's a yes. much better cigar than this. Um, and again, it's not crapping the cigar. This is a very, no, very good cigar. I don't want to crap but on this cigar. But there's so much yeah. on there. You know, the Placencia, Alma del Fuego, the Concepcion, the La Flor Dominicana, Double Hero, Lancero was on there. You know, the, these cigars in this list are all fantastic. So you got to think, was it a tight race? You know, that I, I'm not sure of. And that's but I mean, thing. number two is a Padron, a Padron 26. Yeah. You know, it's, well, is, and, that, and, is this better and, than that? And Cigar Aficionado loves Padron. I mean, I know they've given mm-hmm. Padron that top spot quite a few times mm-hmm. in the past. So. You know, and and I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I know there's all sorts of it's like subjective, right? Rumors and speculation or, or and everything out there about how they come up with the list, and you know, accusations of yeah, this and that, whatever. I don't want to get into all that because, quite frankly, I mean, I, I you just kind of did. You, well, but it's it. Mm-hmm. You, you t- no, he's you, announcing what's out there. You can say, but he's at the same saying. time, it's it's out there. Yeah, but we have no knowledge. But of I have that, no knowledge yeah. of that, and I would hope that wouldn't be the case. I know they've been pretty open about how they do this with the as nick said it's all transparent with the uh blind tasting and everything's just assigned a number and they just smoke a whole lot of cigars and you know drill it down but i you know 
I don't know. I would hope that it would be open and above board. Yeah. So well, the the other thing too with with the cigar of the year and, and that list that people don't really look at, and, and you know, I, I I think they look past it or they're just not aware of it that they see. So they say aging, you know, the Quattro Nicaraguan is number one, but then they'll get a different size, you know, they're yeah. not realizing that it's this specific size. And the one that's in the box this month, the maestro is the one that is was the one. one. It's that size. And yeah. you know what? And that's a valid point. When we, when Jeff and I smoked this cigar, uh, before when it was we named, did not we did maestro. not do yep. the maestro. We did the one that we had access to locally, which okay. I believe was a smaller size. Yeah. And so it, it is different. So no, you're right. Yeah, it makes because, a difference. Um, Oh, it totally does. It I mean, makes a difference. I mean, the blends are the same, guys. Let's face it. We, we know that. Part, yeah, but, but the size know. does matter because, like, I, I've been Absolutely. smoking the... Well, could uh, you get a different ratio of filler to, mm-hmm. to precisely to wrapper, you know? Well, I've been mm-hmm. smoking a lot of that Aladino Corojo Reserva number four, and that's a smaller mm-hmm. smaller size than, let's say, the, just the Aladino Corojo um, Reserva Toro or something like that. And I can tell you flat out, that you could put a Toro and a number four down in front of me, totally different cigars, hmm. totally different, hmm. very similar notes. Like, I mean, it's the same tobacco and everything. It's the same thing, but yeah, by, by drilling it down into that smaller size, the flavors in that number four are just so much more intense and, and, and just pronounced. So yeah, size in this case does matter. There you go. Yeah. And, th- and this one's a torpedo. You know, even though it's called the Maestro, everybody's got different names. But, you know, the, in the top 10 list from last year, there's so many different sizes. I mean, in the top 10 alone, there's Robusto, Lancero, Toro, uh, you know, this to- uh, Torpedo, uh, Churchill. I mean, you've got every size possible out there. And that's the thing. I mean, I don't want to say the cigar isn't good if you don't get that size. It can still, you know, match that, but it is different. So when you, when you do... You know, if you're listening and you do want to check out top 25 cigars, try to get the actual size to do a fair comparison. Yeah. You know, because you might not like the Lancero and the number five cigars of Robusto. You know, and, you it's know, just that's how it works. And it's a whole panel of people that they have over there. So you have multiple people smoking it and they're smoking multiple samples of the cigar. They're not just smoking the one and saying, oh, that's the one. You know, I mean, they're they're mm-hmm. taking their sweet time and firing up a lot of these cigars so i mean yeah yep. there's there's got to be something to it and that's the thing i don't like i said i don't want to make it seem like i'm just shitting on this cigar but i just like i said i kind of just feel and again it's all subjective it's all everybody else's personal palate mm-hmm. for me with my palate no i don't know if i would have given this one the top spot but hey you know what it won congratulations to rafael nodell and aj fernandez and they got to enjoy a year as the uh, Cigar of the Year for Cigar Aficionado. Well, in here in a month, we're yeah. going to get the next uh, top 25. Yep. yep. So, And the thing is with these guys, you know, um, when they come out, when this list comes out, those cigars fly off the shelves. Oh, yeah. They're hard to get right away. And what I've found in the past is that, you know, when a cigar comes out, let's say it's number one, obviously it's the most sought after cigar for the first couple months and they're hard to get. And what a lot of times these manufacturers do is they panic and they want to capitalize on that, you know, making that quick buck, which I get. But a lot of times it sacrifices the, the quality. quality of the cigar that won. And I'll give credit where credit is due with the um, Andalusian Bull. They did it right. When it came out as a number one cigar, 
that cigar was very, very hard to get. And they said, we're not going to rush this out. Yep. We're going to make sure we get it done right. And it was hard to get for probably almost two years. Yeah, you I'd know, say you couldn't get your hands on. It. I'd say People probably in the last <clears throat> year to year and a half is when I first even mm-hmm. started encountering them. You know? Yeah, when I was able to, that's right around the time when I when I saw them readily available. Yeah. Um, you know, you didn't have to jump on them as soon as you saw them. Yeah. Um, but that's just the thing, you know. And I know a couple others. I won't name them by name, but you know that they they've gotten the top five, top ten ranking. They were awesome cigars, and they're still good, but they're nowhere near what they were because they just went to mass production to, to make that quick buck. Well, and again, I don't blame them for it, but it's the, it's the quality of that initial cigar that won that spot. I'd also and now say you're compromising. That. I'd also say that it's also a little bit on retailers to do a little bit of research beforehand. You know, that's the thing. When you look at how C, uh, Cigar Aficionado actually breaks down their their lists and do, does their rankings and everything, you know, you can do some research on your own. Go back over the previous year's worth of issues. Look at what cigars have been rated, how they've been rated, and you can start to at least put together the pool of cigars that they're going to be looking at. I think it's what? Anything that got like a 91 or above, I think, is included sure, in you know, that or something. I- I thought I did that to be honest, and I, and I, you know, I think I did that last year. Tried to pick, yeah, you know, the top three, and I don't think anybody had aging room. No, I mean, hell, there were a lot of stores like the that top ten. There were a lot of reports when that was named Cigar of the Year a year ago that um, there were a lot of stores that actually had that aging room Quattro in the uh, like a five dollar bin. I mean, there were there were stores mm-hmm. that were closing it out, and then it got named yeah. Cigar of the Year, yeah. and they were like, oh shit. But um, sure. no, I, w- I mean, Dan and I over at Riverman, we were talking about this and he was saying that um, he's been kind of going over the previous year's worth of issues and, you know, trying to look and see, okay, what got like a 91 or something better and trying to put together that pool and then trying to maybe kind of guess maybe what's going to be at least in the top 25 so he could start putting in some orders now and get a little ahead of the game so that when that gets announced you know, he's not in the pool of retailers scrambling to get something. Well, he's got and in, something already. He'll be in a better in. position, too, if he's done that, because he'll have those cigars sitting, aging in his humidor. Precise. Where some other people may get them, and they may be green, and you may run into what mm-hmm. Nick was talking about. Yeah. There. So. It's a gamble. It's a gamble. When you plan ahead like that for something like this, it's a huge gamble for the retailers. So that's why not a lot of them a lot of them won't do it is because it, and then you get stuck with this stock and how do you sell it, you know, but if yeah. you hit a couple, you can promote them and market them as a top 25, 2020 cigar, et cetera. Yeah. And if you hit that number one, you're, I mean, it's oh, a lottery then you're, ticket, then you're you know? set. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, but yeah, now realistically, as long as you're buying cigars that have been rated pretty heavily or highly by cigar aficionado, you should be, I mean, it's not like you're buying like garbage. You shouldn't get sticks. hurt too bad. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not buying crap cigars. Right, right, right. And, and your odds are better of hitting something that makes that top twenty-five list. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. And, and you're in good shape. But it's hitting that lottery ticket and having that number one. I mean, imagine you you, you bought the Andalusian Bull. You know, you bought twenty oh. boxes of those before it was number right one. Right before, yeah. You just sold them out. You know, so it's a, and people do that. People do it. But I, that's a great question. You know, going back to what we were talking about earlier with the way the industry is now and, and the position that these retailers are in and the lounges yeah. are in. Do they have the finances to do it? Do they have the money to, to take that gamble? Um, you know, this might be their last, some people's last gasp at saving their business and they're going to yeah. say, screw it. We're going out of business in three months. 
why not just we're gonna go bankrupt anyway why not take a shot and buy you know 20 25 boxes of these five different cigars and pray cross our fingers hope pray that one of them happens to be the cigar of the year yeah exactly that'd be amazing yeah well yeah hopefully it works out well good deal well uh nick tell everybody how they get a hold of you over at my monthly cigars Oh, very easily. It's uh, very simple and all social media at My Monthly Cigars. And if you want to email me directly, just uh, Nick, N-I-C-K, at My Monthly Cigars. Uh, any questions? I, I can't tell you how many questions I answer uh, and, and emails I respond to on a weekly basis and just helping people out. Um, you know, if you don't see anything on the site that you're looking for, email me. Uh, there's, there's a good chance I, I can find it. You know, it's not, I'm not always limited to what's on the site. So, um, you know, I always want to get that point across. I'm here to help. You know, I want to spread the whole idea of the club is to spread knowledge about the industry, the cigars that are out there and, and get them into people's hands Very you know, cool. and uh, educate, educate people. So, yeah. And then while you're there, you know, buy some uh, Christmas gifts, get some, get some gift cards to uh, MMC. <laughs> That's true. You, uh, I will say yeah. we, we've talked about the, uh, the monthly subscription. We've talked about the holiday pack, but you're right. A nice, easy gift that is literally just a quick email that you can uh, forward on to your loved one is a is a gift card that you can get for MMC. Yep. I know I've done that. Nick, in the you past. did it last year too. Yep. I was say yeah, I did it. You did it. It was pretty easy. Right? It was super easy. I was able to get it for my dad, and he he, uh, he used it immediately. I was going to say within I think a day of getting it, he was placing an order with yeah. you. So yeah, he was quick with it. Right so no, nah, I mean it's one of those things. It's a it's a really cool and easy thing to. Oh, and I th- we neglected to point out your holiday pack actually does include a twenty five dollar gift card for MMC, so they can also get some additional cigars. To go along One with thing uh, we didn't the four that come in the holiday is pack. The special offer code for that. Oh yeah, you want to make sure That's you right. use offer code Holiday Pulpit. You gonna spell that, out. Jeff? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> holiday Pulpit. It's Holiday P U L P I T, and that gets you free shipping on the <laughs> holiday pack. Correct. Yeah, that's right. For just yes. for you guys, and uh, you know, with that twenty five dollar you know gift card that's included. You know, that knocks 25 bucks right off of the, the price, right? Yeah, I mean, Use it yourself that's awesome. or give it to somebody. Yeah, it's fifty nine ninety nine. So, I mean, you know, you're getting a lot of good stuff for, you know, 60 bucks. But on the flip side, by the time you take that gift card into account, you're getting a lot of good stuff for $35. So, yeah. I mean, it's... I mean, at, at $35, guys, to be honest with you, the four cigars you're going to get are going to be the MSRP of $35. You know, you're going to hit that number at least. So, I mean, every month we get, we put four box uh, four cigars in the box and they're always over $40. This month was almost $45. I was going to say we we're so, just know, shy of 45 bucks. Yeah, you're going to get some great value. And I mean, and then again, you know, talking on the MSRP for this, you know, again, I'm just going to promote here, but if you're going to get a gift, you know, you get the uh, El Presidente box. You know, this month is $90 worth of cigars and you paid Forty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. get that get that gift for somebody, and and people panic when they buy the subscription as a gift. Uh, they don't want to be charged again. They only want to give them a month and let them handle it. If you check off that it's the gift, you will not be charged again at the end of the cycle. So if you bought a three month subscription as the gift, you will not be charged at the end of the three months for the next three months. So you're you're scot free. So it's very easy to buy a gift. We've already had a bunch of annual subscriptions come in as gifts already. That's awesome. Um, and and it's, it's barely even the beginning of December. So 
it's great. It's uh, it's an easy, easy gift. Well, and I think this year a lot of people obviously are doing online shopping for Christmas and everything like that. I mean, I think that's been the trend the last however many years. But, I mean, I went out on Black Friday, you know, uh, that morning. I went to Best Buy at yeah, 5 a.m. Yeah, you're nuts. And I'll tell you what. Best Buy at 5 a.m. on Black Friday was the best experience I've ever had. Had I done the curbside pickup, I'd probably still be in line. But yeah. I I walked right in. I got what I wanted, and I walked right up to the register, and there was an well, you, empty. You said you had the store to yourself. I did, and yeah. there was an empty register. I was able to walk right up to the register, check out. I was in and out of Best Buy in 20 minutes, and most of that time was me milling <laughs> around and looking at stuff. So Yeah, which is great, like a regular day. Oh, my God, it was perfect. I've done Black Friday, and I know this year obviously was different. I've done it one time in my life. I'll never do it again. Oh, see, it I like just got yeah, I, I kind of like the thrill of it, but yeah, no, but, it was horrible. But this year was easy. So I mean, you know, if you're one of those folks that wants to stay at home and do your shopping online, head on over to mymonthlycigars.com and you know browse around. There's all sorts of different options for for the cigar lover in your life. Oh, I need to choose from. Plenty to choose from. Speaking of lines, did you guys see the? There's two things I want to bring up. One, okay. Black Friday. I saw a really funny picture online. There was a guy who took a selfie of himself in front of a store, and he said, look at this, first in line, nobody else here, and he was in front of a Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Oh. So that was funny. <laughs> Poor <laughs> that Jeffrey. Funny. And then, <laughs> but then the other thing was, did you see this, the, the Colorado that opened up the, um, I think it was an In-N-Out Burger they opened up, and people waited 12 hours in line on the drive through there was miles of backed up traffic okay, to get really? to the In-N-Out Burger. I'm, I'm going to say yes. something here. I've been to In-N-Out Burger. Yeah. It's not worth 12 hours. I like it, but I don't think it's worth that much no. of my life. No, no. Mm-hmm. Was this the, the first? Maybe, maybe Wahlburgers. Was yeah, this like the first In-N-Out Burger in that area yeah. or something? <laughs> Wahlburgers. Yeah, it was the first one there. <laughs> okay. Wahlburgers. I thought you guys it's were going to give me a pass on that. I like Wahlburgers. No. Nick and they I have been to a Wahlburgers. Yeah, we went to the one in Vegas. Yeah, we did. Yep, I think we yep, went in and out in Vegas, Vegas too, didn't we? We did go to in yeah. and out in Vegas, yeah. And I think well, Wahlburgers. They're Boston, they're Boston guys. Wahlburgers was better, Boston man. To start. Yep. Yeah. yeah the originals know. were opened up outside of Boston, and then uh, they actually have one, funny enough, uh, here in downtown Cleveland as well. When, uh, well, when Cle- they moved here and they put one in, I thought Dude, it was funny. Dude, Cleveland rocks. <laughs> <laughs> it, does. it does. I'll tell you what, man. They've got some good food here, and unfortunately, you know, um, they just uh, he just announced that you guys know I think we talked about before Michael Simon Iron Chef yeah uh, he's got a he's a Cleveland guy awesome awesome restaurants great food he's shutting down his uh, main restaurants here you know really Lola which is uh, named I believe after his mother he's had that for years um, shutting him down like it's it's hurting everybody he's he's shutting down his burger place. Uh, B spot. I mean, that place was awesome too. I love going there. And it's not hitting just the small guys. It's not this yeah. guy's big time, yep. and he's shutting them down. And it's 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 rough. But yeah. uh, well, and I would think somebody yeah. with multiple locations, like a bigger group, is going to get hurt worse than maybe a mom and pop in that respect, mm-hmm. at least initially, because you know you're you're turning and burning, and you're adding stores, and all of a sudden your revenue's gone, and yeah. you've still got all that expense of twenty locations or twenty five locations. You know, it's bad enough yeah. for me, you know, with my two my two newspapers to try to keep those going. I can't imagine somebody that's got, you know, 30 different profit centers they're trying to juggle. Well, I mean, it, sure. uh, you know, in in a 
not to get back onto the subject again, but but <laughs> man, we lost so many people today. Oh, I know. But, but <laughs> they, they come in. They're like, "Next, Nick from my mother's gonna be on there." Oh my god, they're talking about corona. Oh my yeah. god, but and now no, they're talking corona. One of the business. one of the big pieces of news that came out today is that Warner Brothers is going to be releasing all of their 2021 movies on HBO Max the same time they put them out uh, in the theaters in 2021. Yeah. And I guess it's going to work the same way as uh, Wonder Woman 84. It's going to come out uh, on the on the HBO Max streaming site the same day as in the theaters. Then I think after two weeks, I think it's going to disappear off of HBO Max, only going to be in theaters. And then... Um, Eventually, it's going to come back to HBO Max when it normally would have. Yeah, and but everybody's scared to go to a theater, and that's exa- well, that's exactly it. And there's the uncertainty of the movie theaters reopening, and yeah. you know, shutdowns and everything. Because like here in Illinois, I know the theaters are all shut down again. And the thing is, what people don't understand is these movie uh, companies. You know, these these um, uh, yeah, these companies like like Paramount and Warner Brothers and all that. It's not just you know, these big conglomerates that have money invested in this, you know, when you watch a movie and there's like those eight logos for different production companies in the beginning of the movie, yep. every one of those production companies has money invested in this. And there's, there's loans out there, sure. big loans that are hanging out there that these companies are having to, to figure out how to repay. And the thing is they were going to repay it with the box office returns yep. that they got from those movies coming out in theaters. Well, those movies have been sitting on a shelf for the better part of a year now and they're ready to go, but well, they can't get them out. It's so the same concept as a car lot. They got to do what they got to do. A car, uh, when a car comes onto the lot new, it goes into the floor plan, you know, of the dealership. And that's essentially what's happened with these movies. They've got a floor plan that they, you know, they get this movie in and then it's going to come out on this date. So you're going to get receipts and you're going to get money back from it. And that's going to pay for the next movie and the, the production cycle. It's, it's precise coming around and we have just flattened the tire on that. Yeah. Well, why do you think you're seeing so many game shows popping up on TV? Game shows are very mm-hmm. cheap, very uh, inexpensive to produce. You can bang out like three episodes in a day's worth of production and they can just crank out material. I mean, my wife and I were talking about that just the other night. You watch ABC, like every night is some regurgitated old game show that they're bringing back with a new host and everything because this is what we're well, down to. It's uh, it's that and, and animation. You're going to see a lot mm-hmm. more animation, I think, coming up in the next year too because you've got a lot of people that were able to do animation at home and work on it at home. Well, and you can go into the studio by yourself and do your voice tracks. Precisely. And, you know, well, and I'll tell you, from, from my standpoint, one of the things that we sit down and watch with Addie, because she loves it, is, uh, 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 just locked up on it, um, The Masked Singer. Okay. And she loves The Masked Singer. Well, right after The Masked Singer is now, I can, you know, uh, I can see your voice. Yeah. and Which is another game show. And now they've got I, you, The Masked Dancer. Yeah. You know, and you're right. It's, that's what's going to be television for the next you know, few I years. I saw that. I saw. I actually. I don't watch a lot of live TV, but I actually caught that uh, just just laying around. The I can see your voice. Yeah, and I laughed my ass off. I thought it was fantastic. It's I don't addictive. Know, Nick, you, you know, I've never watched it's, it. It's no. a. It's yeah. a funny premise when they pick like it's either good singers or bad singers, but they're lip syncing. And if you pick some, I guess I don't know. You pick like all right, that person is a good singer and then they come out and actually really sing and the bad singers are just so bad it's hilarious <laughs> yeah and it's that's There's no middle ground i was dying 
Okay. But oh, like, yeah. They're not like semi-bad. Well, and you'll get six great. people, and you have to judge them on their lip sync. And then there's some other goofy little things. They've got to, they've got to distill that down a little bit and work on that. But, you know, some other little things where, you know, you, you, you hear them talk, but it takes all the tones out and mm-hmm. different things like that when you get a little deeper into it. But at the end, you get down to your last singer, and you have to bet all your money – you know, like if you've won twenty or thirty thousand, you have to bet that to try to win a hundred thousand. If that last singer is really good or not, and you know, yeah. I've seen some people just uh, shank it and lose all their money. <laughs> it's like, right. God, that it, was, uh, it was funny to watch, but it's not a show I would ever watch again. I wouldn't watch it again. I oh no, watch I, it I, I watch it. I'm too well, lazy to get the remote. You know, Kim, Kim, <laughs> what, what's his name? Kim Jong, the the doctor that was in the. Hangover. Oh yeah, Kim yeah, Jong. He's yeah, he, yeah, he's the host, and he's hilarious. Okay. So, but yeah. you know, like Craig Robinson uh, from The Office is going to be the guy that hosts the Masked Dancer. You know, he'll be fun to watch. I like Craig Robinson. Well, this has been our plug yeah. for Fox TV. <laughs> so, are they on Fox? I don't even you know, know what, what channel they're on. They're all on Fox. Are they? Okay? I need to. Uh, I need to reach out to the listeners again, uh, and I'm and I'm pleading. We haven't talked about this in, in a while, so I know we're, we're wrapping up. But guys, I want you guys to reach out and get. We still got to get Bob Saget on. <laughs> yes. we 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 got to get Bob Saget, but I also want you guys for me, and I want to be on the show when he's on. I want Sylvester Stallone on here. I yes. mean, we need to oh, get I'd love him to talk on to here. Rocky. Oh, it, it, I mean, I, that would just that would make my it just me screaming my Adrian at him the whole time. Oh Great. God, I would love to have a conversation with him. Adrian and coming out. They're coming Stop. out with. Uh, <laughs> he was he's coming out with a Rocky Four a recut director's cut. He's redoing. Rocky Four was supposed to, was supposed to be out last week, and I was pissed that it wasn't out. And I may or may not have messaged him on Instagram uh, after a couple of drinks, saying, "Hey, where is this thing? I mean, we need to, we need to see it." <laughs> and by the uh, way, you need to go on the cigar ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, boy! Hey, let me send you some cigars. Oh <laughs> great! So I got there. Jeff. So let's go. So I've got Jeff threatening Bob Saget's life. No, that's and not now how I've that went down Nick, at all. No, I didn't threaten. And now I got I Nick drunk all, texting Sylvester <laughs> Stallone. All I said to Bob Saget was, "You don't want." to be on your deathbed and realize that you regret not being on the cigar pulpit. It's just kind of <laughs> splitting hairs there, it's, buddy. It's Bob Saget. I thought he would see the humor and in I, it. Cricket's I chirped. got one more. Cricket's chirped. I got one more. We're gonna, we're, you're going to make so many enemies with celebrities. Uh-oh. I got one more. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> Bill, Bill Burr. <laughs> comedian Bill Burr. He's amazing. Fantastic. He's a Boston guy. I love him. And he used to be a heavy cigar smoker. I've recently heard him say that he's cut down a ton on it, but he still smokes. I think he does it secretly. Yeah. Um, yeah but I, uh, I'm not going to lie. Awesome. And, and I don't think I've told Nick this. I actually reached out to Ron Perlman to try to get him on. Oh, no. So we'll see how that goes. Probably about as well as when I reached out to Ron Perlman and heard absolutely nothing. I also reached out to Pierce Brosnan. Did you really? And I reached out to Robert Downey Jr. You know who because I reached out he's to? a cigar smoker as uh, well. Uh, and Nick, 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 Nick. Um, Jonas. Uh, yes, thank you. Yeah, I reached out to him too. And that is a whole lot of crickets, crickets. coming from Hollywood. Yes. So yeah. yeah, but guys, there's power in numbers. You guys get 500,000 downloads an episode. You have <laughs> listeners across the world. Let's get the power numbers and get one of these guys on here. Let's talk to them. Let's hear what they got to say. By the way, any and all advertisers that are listening, yes. Nick just pointed out, we get 500,000 downloads per episode. <laughs> 
Just want that. You don't need them. to see do, the numbers. Do, you don't need to see proof. We, just take I, Nick for said it. it. I'm just going to run with that. So say, we we Listen, didn't I technically algorithm. say that. So okay. Yeah, Nick said it. But, we, but I will say that. we do I'm, we do get good numbers. We do. I'm ballparking. I'm ballparking. Yes, just rounding up a little. It's okay. One in five hundred thousand. Yes, it's okay. So, all right. Well, guys, this has been fun. As always. Yeah, I'm sorry we didn't talk a lot about poop today. I mean, that's. You know, usually our shtick, right? We're still, we, yeah, got, we, we got, got more tape. 13-year-olds. Okay. We got it's more okay. tape. It's all right. We'll, more we'll, tape. What is this, 1987? I was going to say, Jeff. Come on now. I got the reel-to-reel going. Anyway. <laughs> hey, Nick, put the new cassette in so we can keep going. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we should do. We should release the best of the Cigar Pulpit on 8-Track. Yeah, but then we got to produce 8-Tracks. Oh, yeah. Everybody will buy it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, everybody will buy that. It'll be a yeah, conversation sure. starter. Just lay it on the coffee table. How many people actually have eight trap players at this point? I have one at the farm. I honestly don't know if it would still work. But I, I do have a feeling one. you have a lot at the farm. I've got, I've really got one. I don't even know you have. I've actually got an eight track in our old uh, F 150 pickup. All right, I do. Uh, there is an eight track there. I don't think it would fire up. Okay. I do still have a working <laughs> Pong and a working Atari. All right, that's, that's cool. cool. So, yeah. You know, a little nostalgia. Jeff with his collection of junk out at the farm. <laughs> I so. call them antique. <laughs> antique. When he, let me know when Jeff when Jeff croaks because that's going to be a hell of an estate. So oh, oh be a lot of you stuff. have no idea. Nick's no. been to the farm. He knows lots of if you ammunition step over those, and guns. What, feral, what are they called? Feral cats. Feral oh cats. yeah, he's yeah. got the feral cats yeah. out there. Yeah. Step over those. I don't they're, want to. They're my defense perimeter. <laughs> when you start hearing the cats meowing and hissing, that's when you yeah. know someone's walking up on the house. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, uh, Nick, as we uh, finish up here, how does everybody reach out to us on the socials? We are on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. My page. And then we're also on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, CigarPulpit.com. And make sure you call the Ask the Boys hotline, area code 863-874-0000. We need your questions, and we need your Christmas carols. That's right. Yes, yes. So, I can't wait for those. When you sell some cigars and some swag. Yes. Swag. And maybe if Absolutely. you're like, you know, a couple drinks in, it might make those carols a little easier. You know? I could see, oh, Al, yeah. I could see Al winning our contest. Ooh. Over here. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we didn't, we're not saying everybody's eligible. I was going to say. I mean, that's right. Al, the good cigar. We're looking at you, brother. <laughs> there you go. To step up. <laughs> I bet he's got a velvety voice. Oh, I bet he does. Yeah, he can rock it. I would, I would think. And yeah. Melissa can do a duet. Maybe it's cold outside. Maybe. Oh, see, there's an idea. Then they're going to end up having challenge. Sex. There's the challenge, Al. That's the challenge. Yeah, but then they're going to end Melissa. up having sex by the end of it. Right in the just, middle of the yeah, song. Right in the middle really? of the song. <laughs> it's just going to get. <laughs> we'll play it. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're, we're I'll that. play the audio, but you know, oh my. <laughs> And uh, pro- props to the guy who who left a message for you guys the other day with uh, the what was it the auto loan? Oh, the warranty, the, uh, <laughs> yes, the warranty, yes, fantastic, well done. He got well, me. Was gold. He got me. And I knew I could tell. Me. I could tell it was fake. <laughs> and I heard. I heard Nick. Oh God, or whatever. And I'm like, Oh no, it's oh, that's great. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, he got me. Yeah, that was so. gold. Well, guys, anyway, thank you well so done. much for listening in. Um, we really, really do appreciate it. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Yes. Tell everybody. Tell everybody. Share the news. The good so, news of the cigar pulpit. There you go. There you go. Well, Nick, thank you so much for coming on and uh, sharing what's in your box. Oh, man, I always love coming on <laughs> once a month. That time of the month, talking about my box. Yeah, it's that, it's that time of the there. month to talk about Nick's box. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> Nothing better. Uh, <laughs> 
Well, guys, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. Amen. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. I guess I'm Nick, right? There you go. Yes. Nick squared. (laughs) Stay safe and stay smoky, everybody. (laughs) 